It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate, oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. Oh, we love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Venom. No, I'm kidding. It's Chris Dillard. <laughs> it's your friendly neighborhood Mike Royer over here. Oh, wow. And this week, we're reviewing Morbius, if you couldn't tell from our <laughs> clues there. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, set your alarm for Doctor Strange tickets. This is new. This is hot this weekend. Moon Knight lands on Disney+. Plus. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show and more. And more. And heads up when we talk about morbius at the top of the show it will be spoiler free but since we just finished recording our spoiler cast i keep remembering things uh-huh. about the movie that i that i wanted to bring up so i maybe i'll have some like super light spoilers that i'll sprinkle about yeah. morbius at the top of the show but mm-hmm. something tells me that this is the type of movie that if you didn't already go and see right you just you don't care like yeah. you don't care a light spoiler here or there is not that big of a deal i don't think I, anything I, spoils this movie mike i think you'll be yeah. fine <laughs> it, it seems like this is this a film that's going to be on netflix right maybe under that mm. new streaming contract maybe later this year i don't know uh but i i will stop <laughs> we're i'll keep burying the lead you'll find yeah. out what we thought about morbius here in a minute yeah <laughs> i i honestly have no idea where any of these sony movies are going ever or when so <laughs> Uh, your guess is as good as mine right now. Um, so one of the sucky things about this week is that it's April Fool's Day on Friday, April 1st. That is the hardest day in news to to, <laughs> to figure out what's real and what's not real because there were some things that did pop up um, in there that I don't have in our show notes, but like if you want to go look them up, like um, there's actually a leaked scene uh, from, from Obi-Wan Kenobi actually out there. I thought that was fake the whole day. I'm like, there's this is there's no way this show's leaked. Oh yeah, it is. And then there's other things like you know, Diablo was like, we're rebranding the game Diablo to be light and friendly and unicorny. I'm like, no, you're not. Like that. There's obvious fakes out there in the world, and um, it just sucks because it, like for like 48 hours, I have to go through everything like three times <laughs> to make sure it's real, and uh, it just yeah. it just sucks for this for the for for news podcast because we we try to bring you. The newest news that's real, so you don't have to go fight people and argue with them about well, it at the water fight- cooler. You're fighting a good fight, Chris, and I'm glad you're here. But uh, unfortunately, it you know I, we bring this up. I feel like every year, but the power of April Fools on the internet, I feel like, has diminished uh, year over year. Uh, you don't really kind of have those like big, like bombastic April Fools jokes anymore that I feel like you've seen from like bigger mm-hmm. organizations where they actually put a lot of like maybe even like marketing dollars or art like or the, research and IGN to, like, faking always, stuff. IGN always did like that Legend of Zelda TV show they did. And they, yeah, like, or like, like or like Google builds like a landing page for like a totally fake product that like doesn't exist. Like I feel like I don't see about those things anymore. And you know, it's probably just because everything on the planet is like falling apart and like nobody really wants to put that out there. But the only thing about April Fools that I thought was funny was there's a very niche Twitter account out here called uh, uh, the Americana uh, at brand Twitter account, which doesn't make any sense what I just said, but it's a, it's a, it's a fan Twitter account for a mall out here in Southern California. And they do memes specifically related to this mall that are really funny, but you're only going to understand them if you live out here. And then for one day on April fools, they change their focus from one mall to a different shopping center. And I, I know this makes no goddamn sense to what I'm saying, but it was funny. Uh, so that was my bonus April fools uh, enjoyment for the day. But uh, after that, really nothing, nothing came of April 1st for me, Chris. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, like I said, I've scrubbed through everything uh you know it was also the same release date for morbius i believe um one of the things related to us uh is um bruce campbell uh who's known for same movies posted a fake picture of him in dr strange makeup oh yeah so i saw that (laughs) oh my god it's pretty fun that that one that leans in the fan rumors he's having a good time with it so um yeah i just gotta you always double check yourself and and make sure you're good to go um I, I lean skeptical. People know this, but you know um, the truth will will always come out at the end of the day. 
So um, just yeah, just a little heads up. Everything here's been vetted. Uh, we checked it all before you got in here. So no, no joking around, Mike. But you, uh, no jokes, have finished your underworld journey. Uh, oh my gosh, Chris! Just in time. Last week I talked about it. How at the end of the month. Things like to leave streaming services, and I kind of facetiously said, like, oh, you know, I hope I finish it in time. And lo and behold, three days before the end of the month, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the last Underworld movie, I get that little bug, that tiny little bug up on the corner of the thumbnail on my Peacock app that says, this is expiring in three days. So I just got done watching this film franchise, barring the prequel, Rise of the Lycans, which I didn't watch because it wasn't streaming. Well, you, but, need, to, uh, you need to stop right now and go record it. <laughs> I watched the movie trailer for it, so that was close enough, right? Um, but this franchise really starts tanking it at the end. Man, This that last movie in the franchise felt like this kind of like strange, like, uh, like, vibe of like oh let's try to return to our roots of the underworld franchise which basically just meant let's make like the same movie over again of like vampires fighting lichens of, of a coven like the the werewolves get like a new leader but like who cares who the leader is but he's got a little charisma and then there's always like a macguffin of like blood or something where they're trying to like end the war and the only thing that changes is our main character gets like blonde hair after they're like magically reborn from the ice or something i don't know it doesn't make any goddamn sense but uh if you are curious about the underworld franchise nope. in any way not at all <laughs> i would just watch the first two movies and if you really 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 wanted to narrow it down just i would say just watch the second one i think the second one has the most entertaining bits mm-hmm. it has like the best mixture of like minimal visual effects with fun practical effects and then they kind of bring in this idea of kind of like a super vampire and like a super werewolf into the second movie. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, this uh, is this so is going to save a he, lot of people from buying Morbius <laughs> tickets to watch some <laughs> Yeah, if you just want like a kind of just an encapsulation of what the Underworld series is, just just watch the second one and you'll be fine and save a lot of time. But I have started now rewatching the Resident Evil movies. And I just finished rewatching the first one. And that is just a solid movie. That movie is just totally fine and adequate for like the zombie genre. Like even now, I feel like some of even the visuals still kind of stand up almost even from like a cheesy point of view, even when they're showing like kind of like fake, like 3D computer, like Mm -hmm. UI and overlays, like they look cheesy, but it's still kind of like fun. Uh, I had like this strange recollection. I thought that kind of the creature that appears in the third act, for some reason when I was a kid and watched the movie, I thought that creature was like claymated in some way. But nope. rewatching it now, it's just, no, it's just very, very early kind of visual effects, yeah. kind of 3D animation and like shaders uh, that they can render. But it still worked. It still looked fine. In some lighting, it looks bad. But in some lighting, it actually still looks pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and overall it's still good that the first resident evil movie is still good. So I'm queuing up the second one now. It's still, as far as I know, in the month of April is on HBO max. All of them are over there. And there's Chris, there's like six of these movies. That's insane. Let me, let me, let me preface this. I've actually seen them all as well. Uh, Oh my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I've been to the theater for probably all, but the last one. Um, Oh my God. Again, mindless movies. You can just go to the theater and just, you know, escape for, you know, a, a day, you know, back in the, in the days, whenever, you wanted to do that because I think that first Resident Evil is what, 2002, 2003, right? Yeah, 2002, I believe. Yeah. And then the sequel, I think, is 2004. Four, yeah, two, four or five. I, I, me- I remember going to see the theaters because that first one, you're right, it's very much horror-based, right? Very much horror-based. Mm-hmm. What's great about it is literally you don't know. Uh, there's like It's like kind of like a game of Clue, right? Who's the bad guy? Who's the mm-hmm. good guys? And at the same time, like literally nobody is safe. Like you don't know who is safe in this movie. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of the Red Queen, the... The, um, the AI. The AI. I, lo- I love her uh, kind of character in that. It's very... it was At the time, it was very interesting, very new yeah. kind of thing, so... And, and also, I watched all of those Underworld movies. I wouldn't say there's one particular scene that's iconic in any way, mm-hmm. but there is a very iconic scene in that very first Resident Evil movie that 
every, every kind of like cinephile knows about whether like the movie or not. And it's that laser grid scene, right? Yep. They knocked it out of the park. That is iconic cinema. Uh, like that is a that is a cinema moment that came out of that movie, and, no matter what. And I'm pretty sure uh, she doesn't she kick a dog in that, that one of the the. Oh yeah, yeah. She kick, she kicks a couple different dogs. Yeah, so <laughs> I remember those scenes. You know, kind of standing out pretty well. But like you know, this Resident Evil is a true horror zombie film of the early 2000s. Yeah, and, but I luckily I don't know hardly anything yeah. about the other movies i know that they're supposed to ramp up as the franchise goes on into kind of like more ridiculous action so i'm kind of curious to see how that starts to creep in in the sequel and it's also i feel like i'm kind of complete i feel like i'm continuing a journey that i started as a kid right because i totally forgot the first movie ends on this big cliffhanger where she's out in the streets of raccoon city like in like just like a medical it's- gown and like a shotgun and i was like Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I went to the movie theater as a kid. I saw that scene, and for some reason, I never felt compelled to follow up. Well, it, I never went and saw the second movie. <laughs> it, it's it's well, I think it's interesting as well because like literally, this is kind of like a prequel for the game, right? Like because you're not in the mansion, you're not in the police station, you're not actually in the city for this movie. You're you're in this underground. Was it the 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 honeycomb, the hive? Or the hive. Yeah, the hive. so it's not the game. So it felt like it was a prequel to the games, you know. So. Um, yeah. And I would say like if there was a lot of um dissenting voices uh that didn't like the movie back in the day, they were probably like, "Oh, this is nothing like the game that I played and grew up grew up with." But now as IP has become more adapted in kind of this current generation, it is totally acceptable and almost like um uh, championed to go in like a different unique direction like capture the spirit of your IP but make it work for a movie. And so I felt like they were kind of ahead of their time uh, working on that first film. So let's see how quickly this devolves moving down the line, mm-hmm. but I'll keep everybody updated oh, as yeah. the weeks go on. I, I, but, I definitely uh, expect you to text me. These <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll know exactly where you are the whole way through. Gotcha. But I have to uh, uh, signal bounce this show because I feel like it takes a little bit of extra work to get people to uh, log into Apple Plus and watch what's going on over there. There's this absolutely amazing show on apple plus right now and it looks like the final episode is airing when you're listening to this now this week it comes out on fridays it's called severance and i believe i brought it up earlier when we just started watching it but i wanted to uh a couple times i wanted to re-encourage everybody to go watch severance it's so great uh the i frustratingly threw literally threw the hat off of my head when we watched uh uh episode eight because it ends like right on like a cliffhanger like right where you're waiting for this episode to go up and i just like threw my hat across the room i was like son of a bitch i gotta wait till next week for this so it's been a while since i've really really been engaged i feel like in a piece of media like this uh i've been pretty radio silence when it comes to like looking the show up online i don't really know what the reception is i don't know what the viewership is i don't know what the critical uh rating is and i don't care to know I probably will look it up after I finish it, but there is one big pet peeve here, Chris, and that is the shroud that comes around a streaming series um, when it starts the air, because it is actually was very difficult for me to Google this show and how many episodes they're supposed to be. Like if you Google how many episodes are supposed to be in severance, some articles tell you seven, which is ridiculous because I just finished the eighth episode, right? Some articles say, Oh, it's just eight. But then if you go on the Wikipedia page, there's looks like there's a line item for episode nine. And it's so important to know how many episodes that you have because if you don't know, you never know when you're watching the season finale, right? You kind of just have to infer based on how the storylines are progressing of whether you're on a finale or not. Because last night, last week was episode eight, and if there's a, a viewer out there that thinks episode eight was the season finale, they're going to be absolutely pissed because it ended so much like in the middle of a moment right like it ended kind of like the sopranos series ended right just kind of cut the black so all i'm saying is if you are a streaming executive for some bizarre reason happens to be listening to this podcast give me some idea right when you're reading a book you know when you're coming up on the last chapter right 
So let me know, please, in some way, like I'm in episode eight out of nine or something like that. I just need to know. You don't have to tell me if there's going to be a season two. I understand that that takes a while to announce, but at least let me know when I'm going to be watching the final episode. So that's well, my little soapbox yeah. moment for you. Yes, yeah, it's it's hard to find that these things because, you know, I'm going to talk about, you know, I, I was able to get into the second episode of Halo because we always talk about pilots are kind of like finding the ground, finding the story, finding the voice and stuff. And uh, I think mm. Halo 2 really has picked up, uh, Halo episode 2, not Halo 2 the game, mm. picked up <laughs> a lot of that. Like, you know, we're not building up who are the Covenant, who are the Spartans, what is this project? Really kind of got into more of like who the Master Chief is and what he's doing and and uh, a little bit more into the history. And it was, it was a, I think, a better representation of what the story is going to be. Um, it kind of feels almost a little... I, there's a lot of parallels to what I would say the Mandalorian uh, for this. Like, uh-huh. you have a... You have a masked a super soldier uh, who's uh, got a, you know a person and an item, and they're they're just trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, but uh, I, I gotta say it's a better show. But I, I don't know how many episodes Halo is off the top of my head, and I'm, uh, I'm like, should yeah. I look it up? And like, it's and what? it's like, do you just infer that it's eight because it's probably pretty expensive? Or are they trying to get a couple more episodes out of it so they get more runtime out of their streaming service? Like, so you think maybe eight, but then weirdly enough, nine episodes is like a, a run. So you d- you never know if it's eight, nine, or ten. And if it goes beyond ten, it could go to twelve or thirteen, right? And then if it's going beyond thirteen and it's a, like a premium streaming show, it's like, well, what the hell's going on here? Nothing ever goes beyond thirteen episodes anymore. Oh yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, like what's going on. I mean, it's fine. I, I, I could probably look. It's probably not eight or nine, but like we're used to well, even numbers, and then sometimes yeah. they'll throw these odd numbers in. And you're like, which well, one is it? And also, if you're Netflix, they could be splitting it into two parts, so it could be like six episodes, and then there's a break, and then you get six more. It's, or if it's super premium and it's a limited series, it might just go four episodes. You just never know. We just need some clarity, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, could they like have like a two out of nine like in in like the the list of like Mm -hmm. you know i know they don't want to show the episode titles maybe even just put episode three episode four in their release dates like that would be great because some shows even skip release dates like the like like oh we're gonna do like you know i guess like what was it uh was our flag means death was like three three and three or like three three and four or something weird like that or like three or like three three I think it was three and then three and then it was like two, two, two or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. So like you just a little bit of help would help. I mean, we look into this stuff. I guarantee you there are people out there who do not. uh, And, you know, probably makes them, uh, I wouldn't say maybe, maybe frustrated, but it it would help out a little bit. Go a long way. So, um, yeah, that's what we've been doing. Mike, let's jump into the news because we're, we're hot. We're hot off the presses of recording our Morbius review um, like I said, you're, you're still less than a day from it. I'm a little over a day from it. We were able to see it this weekend. Um, Mike, this is one of the first times in a long time he's bought his tickets before I bought mine because <laughs> I bought mine at the box office of the theater. I did not pre-order them. Um, but I also, I don't have a Cinemark, um, membership, so I'd have to pay the online fees, um, to get the Ooh, tickets. Yeah, and I was are, like, those are rough. And I'm like, hmm. You know, maybe I can get a membership later, but right now I'm just going to go across the street and and get my tickets. And uh, despite the number of cars in the parking lot, I think I chose a 1240 screening, which was like the right time to be there on a Saturday uh, for that. Um, Yeah. So you want to you want to jump in with your thoughts, your spoiler free thoughts. Now, mind you, if you want the full full spoilers, you can go (laughs) listen to our review. Um, I still think there's very little to be spoiled, but I could be wrong. Yeah, spoiler free. Uh, not much to recommend here in Morbius, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I think this one would be pretty easily skipped, no matter where this kind of Sony villain universe ends up going. Uh, all of the performance in the in the movie are fine. They're completing their assignment, but there's just not much to go off of here, unfortunately. Um, the story kind of abandons and changes its rules whenever it kind of deems necessary and this movie is chopped to pieces i i feel like i am very tolerant when it comes to the editing of a movie i'm not much of an editor i don't have much of an editing background in any way Mm -hmm. so these uh choices can really go over my head pretty quickly but it is very glaring to notice that there are 
bits of this movie that have been chopped and dismantled maybe for the better because our runtime ends up only being an hour and 48 minutes which was a saving grace but there actually is a standout success in this movie and that is the visual effects i thought the visual effects Mm -hmm. of the display of the powers and even the transformation what it looks like to be uh, a vampire in this movie that was pretty astounding actually i would say top-notch a plus so if you are just want to see it from a visuals point of view i would recommend it um if you're familiar with what the character of morbius looks like you know towards the third act of the film you know usually superheroes start to look a little bit more like their comic book counterparts kind of as they have progressed in their origin and yeah there's a moment near the end of the film where you're just like yeah that looks like the morbius i remember watching from the 90s spider-man cartoon growing up so they do a good job visualizing everything but the story is unfortunately uh lacking in every single way and i do not think i could recommend more yeah. chris I, I mean we we literally echo the same sentiments uh, ironically without talking about it beforehand i think this movie as someone who did go to film school and knows about editing um this movie literally is all over the place it's up here it's down there it's over there it's over here uh back and forth it, it, it literally like you said, they they cut it to get I guess more butts in seats uh, for your your run times, right? Because we we talked we're literally in and out in two hours, perfect perfect screen time. We haven't had a, a showing like that, including the trailers and the the post credit scenes in a long time. So um, that was beautiful, um, but like the the editing is just is just maddening. There's there's pieces in here that that make no sense. It connects it through itself, but I will. You know, again, in a good note, it means the movie literally sprints through most of this stuff. Like, you're, you don't have to linger. You're not waiting for anything. Uh, there's not a lot of mystery here. Like, you can see the movie working its way out uh, through most of itself. But the uh, creative uh, choices they made to, you know, give uh, Michael Morbius his abilities and what that looks like, which we've seen briefly in the trailers, comes to... F- comes to life it really shines and um you know uh, it just they don't know what they're doing what is the rules of this universe which is apparently um as the trailer says in the venom universe even though you never see venom so uh spoiler there you don't see venom i guess <laughs> like uh but like um it, it just it, it it really just i don't know it just makes no sense sometimes and and it, it's that's that can be more frustrating uh, I, mean, I, I was expecting more of a train wreck, like literally, like you know, like I said, Fantastic Four or like, um, you know, to some of those other movies. It's not that bad of a train wreck out the gate. It, it's just like we said, uh, or like I said, it's it's a competent film, but it's mediocre at best. Um, and, and and mediocrity is sometimes a worse sin than trying for something and failing, and, or um, you know, uh, trying for something and succeeding. So. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's not a swing and a mess. It's like a bunt, but the bunt didn't go well, and you didn't even get on first base. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say they're swinging for you're swinging for a home run. They bunted it, got to maybe first base, and you're like, okay, well now we need uh, something to pull us out of this first base and and, and make this movie, mm-hmm. you know, actually worthwhile. Um, you know, uh, you can check it out. I don't. We don't know where this movie's gonna stream. Uh, to be completely honest, uh, we were talking about that earlier. So. I can't say even wait 45 days for Netflix because I don't know if it's going to go there. Um, but our full review episode is available if you're subscribed to yeah. our regular show. Go, it'll be right there in the feed. Go check it out. Near the end of it, we have a nice little conversation about what we think the future of the in association with Marvel Universe looks like, which was uh, pretty fun. We put out some predictions, so we'll see if those come to fruition and see if we have our own little crystal ball and uh, how well it's polished. But yeah. Ooh, yeah. Rough time at the theaters yesterday. Yeah, well, I, I but the theater going experiences were not bad for either of us. We'll go ahead and put that yeah. out there. So well, it, the, it's the odds are a lot easier when the seats aren't full, Chris. <laughs> it's true, and nothing else was releasing this weekend, so there wasn't a crowd. You're 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 fighting the crowd to go see, uh, you know, um, for lack of a better like. I don't think anyone was there to see Batman, but you know, Batman's still a good movie. Like if, you, if this had come out the weekend Batman did, it would have been even impier. So. Anyway, moving along, um, Doctor Strange, I believe, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, is our next superhero movie, correct? Um, um, yeah, May, right? Yep, yeah, May 6th. Um, and one month ahead of time, this Wednesday on April 6th, tickets will be on sale. So um, I believe this movie, um, it may not make Spider-Man money out the gate, but I bet 
um, I mean, these tickets are going to sell quickly this week. So if you want to see it opening weekend, uh, that Thursday, that Friday, uh, hell, hopefully they have like a, a Tuesday fan experience. Hell, I could watch that. Yeah. I, I'd want to, I'd, I'd jump on it as soon as you can. This week. Yeah. I don't quite remember the original release schedule before the, the pandemic. Right. But um, I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot of time in between when Spider-Man No Way Home came out and then we're, when we're expecting to see Doctor Strange. So I feel like this movie will definitely be riding high on the vibes from Spider-Man, unlike Morbius did. You know, yeah. Just because you're in a Spider-Man universe does not mean anything. But yeah, the last time the general movie-going audience saw Doctor Strange, he was in one of the bigger superhero movies of all time, and now he's back on screen again. Wanda's coming back, who had huge moments um, throughout the MCU. More importantly, she was the very first streaming series on Disney Plus yep. and an amazing uh, TV show. So everything is pointing to multiversal fun and mayhem here. So, yeah, I will stay yep. tuned on Wednesday to grab my tickets as soon as I can. Yeah, and again, Sam Raimi coming back, you know, to superhero movies after giving us you know the first three spider-man movies right movies people still talk about to this mm. day uh getting in here there looks to be some horror aspect the trailers have been great i've got a lot of questions i've got a lot of theories but overall i think we both agree this is going to be a really really fun time um mm. even at the end of the day um I, I mean it's funny to think you know when dr strange came out in 2016 people were just like yeah it's okay but then they saw him in Infinity War and like, holy shit, we need more Doctor Strange uh, after after he took on <laughs> yeah. Thanos. So. It's, the, it's the shackles of those origin movies, right? You yeah. can only make them you can only make them so fun. Like, I think once you see Simu Liu and Shang Chi outside of his origin movie, we'll be having a great time as well. Yeah. Like even like even the Black Panther movie isn't really an origin movie, right? You yeah. know, they just they put him in the suit. Like in um, in Civil War, and it, it wasn't even really an origin. Like that mm-hmm. suit had just existed, and in 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 his Sp- country, Spider Man so. the same way. I mean, Spider Man and Black Panther both debuted in Civil War, and their movies are like we don't have to explain the origin. Here's the here 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 are your movies, and, and go for yep. it. Now uh, all the origins are uh, looks like moving over to uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, most of them. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about. I don't even know if, if the one we watched this week is an origin yet or not. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. But Doctor Strange tickets on Wednesday, April 6th. Do not delay. I am very excited uh, for the opportunity to buy these and, and get in there as soon as I can. So I should, I'm going to put a reminder in my phone right now, Chris. Yes, I will probably stay up till midnight that night uh, just to cover my bases. Um, or hopefully they might be like 9 a.m. or something. So if we know more, um, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know. But um, just go ahead. Plan on plan on Wednesday. Uh, Loki is been uh, recorded as the most watched Marvel series on Disney Plus, um, according to the latest data. There's um some sort of I don't know the company uh, off the top of my head, but they they track you know how many people are watching stuff when people talk about it. I don't, it's mm-hmm. not exactly Disney Plus numbers, but it's the closest thing we have to to figuring it out. And um, I I'm glad to hear that after you know I'm, I'm a big fan of the Loki series you know beforehand and. It's, uh, I'm glad to hear that, you know, a lot of people tuned into it again, Tom Hiddleston, you know, um, a staple from back in the MCU early days, uh, getting his own store movie. And I think maybe just the discussion of it, right? Loki was in the, in the news quite a bit that when it was coming out. Yeah. It had a lot going for it, right? It was a character who, who was essentially coming back from the dead. Uh, we knew that there was going to be kind of, uh, I don't even know if multiverse was necessarily in the conversation before Loki came out, but we knew it was in discussion. So it mm-hmm. was just doing a lot more for the MCU at large than I would say WandaVision was, even though I loved WandaVision, but it was more of an intimate uh, personal story, whereas Loki was just, he was like running all around. Of course he was going through his own character development, right? But he was literally going through dimensions and planets and multiverses and really shook things up at the very end with that uh, big finale. It had a cliffhanger. Like, unfortunately... Probably what drove people to talk about it the most is it didn't really get a satisfying ending at yep. all. So I feel like we're just kind of waiting for part two yeah. of Loki. <laughs> and it's only show thus far renewed for season two out of everything last year mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh, so like, you know, WandaVision's kicking off into Doctor Strange. Falcon Winter Soldier's kicking off Captain America 4. Loki is season two. Hawkeye. Um, nothing's announced yet, but I, I feel Hawkeye season two is 
is in the is still in the cards. Um, but um, um, that was last year. I'm thinking 2021 was what if that that last year? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, it's not in this number data, uh, so it must have been live action stuff here. Uh, this is from a company. The it's the Hollywood Reporter from Nielsen. So uh, Nielsen is measuring um. Minutes watched on series. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. um, The Mandalorian was the number one show, uh, season two, obviously. Um, so I don't think that's a, a big surprise here uh, for anybody. But um, yeah, I'm 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 happy. Hawkeye or not Hawkeye? Uh, Hawkeye was the lowest uh, of, of the shows, but Loki took uh, took on the top because I I really enjoyed that. Um, and it had had a really good time, and uh, like you said, it kind of really set up um, early stages of the multiverse, right? Like. You know, mm-hmm. the idea of like, oh, you can change something and it'll be multiple times. And then also, you know, uh, a character in introducing this will be making his, his way into Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and other shows along the way. So um, very, very excited. Congratulations, Loki. On the other bit of this, I, you probably saw this, Mike. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, there were some uh, episode versions uploaded to Disney Plus that seemed to be... Um, less gruesome like less blood splatters on some of the the scenes did you see this mm-hmm. um, yeah and it, it looks like it could possibly be an issue with the new parental controls that they have yes um so apparently these were never meant to be uploaded on like the u.s servers like i think is where they saw like this this might have been edited for other countries but disney was like this is not this is not we're not because of the parental controls we're not editing the previous shows because they didn't edit the blood off of the shield when he literally decapitated somebody. It was like when the scientist got shot and there was some blood splattered on his shirt. It wasn't really like, mm-hmm. like that gruesome. Um, but like um, these will apparently be restored. And um, I'm going to guess, again, could be related to the parental control launching, right? Like that was literally last week uh, due to the – or two weeks ago due to the Defenders and, um, you know, yeah. those it shows. Would be, it, it would be – a little strange though for them to like if you really think about it like oh do we really want to make sure our catalog for children is big enough so oh let's edit some blood out of falcon and the winter Mm -hmm. soldier so kids can watch that i I I feel like that's like a i feel like that's a almost like a waste of money on there and like you really you're gonna pay like a like a visual effects person to go in there and remove that blood it's just strange that they did it in the first place well i think again i think there's these versions exist for other countries rating systems not ours like they they already have these versions out there there's not one master version Mm -hmm. um but there's probably like one version that's got like everything in it and one that's like scaled back my guess would be, or the best case scenario for me, I think would be, yes, you have on PG-13, hey, some of these shows like literally hover on the PG-13 era. We've uh, made some minor edits to meet those, um, you know, or whatever t- TV ratings or different ratings are not PG-13. I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but by that logic too, it would also be like very unsatisfying for like a child or like even like a younger teenager because it's like oh you see this big cinematic universe right that you're you know really into you can't watch all of them though yeah we can only show you this one because it just happened to have enough blood that we can edit out of it so you can watch this one but none of the other ones it's just strange but like yeah it makes more sense like if it's like regional right like oh well this this country overseas like you can't get away with that much blood because like they always say like america loves its like violence on tv and we we can get away with it a lot more but no nipples right (laughs) no nipples but you know no nudity but blood (laughs) and the other one's no blood but nudity Um, yeah but like but like i don't i don't blame disney for getting any flack about it you know they edited out like a mermaid's butt right (laughs) for like two seconds running into the water so yeah, they they deserve any sort of like headaches that they get because yeah. they kind of they well, they're asking for it. <laughs> that, and this is gr- this is great. I'm glad people uh, are able to notice these with their eagle eyes. Like this is the same thing at the end of WandaVision where they like, oh, there's someone floating through the sky, right? Like it's uh, that's obviously Doctor Strange going to to Wanda's house. Um, thing like people like they updated that like what two weeks three weeks after the thing and and people are watching with that kind of granularity so good for them but Mm -hmm. um disney did come out and they were like yes it is a version issue um and the wrong file was published so they've 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 fixed it um you you no one else probably would have ever no one would have noticed this and would ever made the news had someone not been looking at that so Who's out there rewatching a Falcon and the Winter Soldier? There's, There's don't fans. watch it. There are fans. I don't like. I don't like it. Go watch something no, else. No, too bad. You you got to let other people watch what they <laughs> not want. Not Mike. Mike. Not Mike approved. 
Gotta let him do it. My guess is, and this is this is down a whole another rabbit hole. There's a tech thing where like if you download it locally, like because they have like the download locally option for some of the stuff, the file name is changed, and that's all they're doing is looking at the file name. It's like, oh, this file name's different. There's obviously oh, a change in here. Run it through some software to tell me what's different, kind of thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's somebody out there doing something crazy like that. Yeah, my guess is just purely software-generated stuff, so uh, knock on wood. Ironheart uh, is one of those shows that's in production uh, and possibly should be introduced in Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, the sequel to Black Panther. Uh, and recently, um, the actor uh, in Ironheart, I can't think of his name, is Anthony Ramos, who was in uh, In the Heights, um, he's going to be in the show, said, Ryan Coogler is part of the team working on this project for Ironheart. Uh, we don't That's know. Cool. I don't know if he's directing, writing, producing, whatever he is, but it sounds like he's got a, a big hand in this Disney Plus series yeah. coming out. I mean, it's it's not a bad direction to take if we're if we're to allude that Ironheart could cross over into some sort of like Wakandan tech in some way, right? You know, it feels uh, like Wakanda is going to be kind of more of the tech hub for the MCU moving forward now that Tony is gone, even though it's not like his company would disappear, right? Stark Industries. But, you know, it seems like uh, Wakanda will be a big portion mm-hmm. of that. And we saw at the end of the very first Black Panther movie, which seems like a million years ago now when it comes to this universe, that they were kind of doing that outreach, you know, the communities and like maybe that's where this kind of takes off. So yeah, I would say that's not a bad uh, working team to bring in. No, I think I think I think it's a he's great. Um, he's had really good success with Black Panther. If they want to tie it together, even better. If not, you know, just someone who's got a a, a good pedigree at Marvel, right? Um, to mm-hmm. to work on their shows is totally acceptable either way. So uh, I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's bad. I I think. No one. There's really been. I think they have a writer, like a lead writer for the show, um, but like no showrunner. I don't think Ryan Coogler would be a showrunner while he's working on this, but like if he's got time and gets a producer credit, would be yeah. even better. Well, for all, him. also in the world of kind of like Marvel streaming shows, like the the showrunner in the traditional sense, like doesn't really exist. It's yeah. it, it is kind of like that head writer that kind of takes control over the story, but then there's usually just like a team of like producers, like including Kevin Feige, that are kind of technically running yeah. the whole uh, shebang. So yeah, it, it takes a takes a village, right? Takes a village <laughs> to to grow an MCU. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we'll see we'll see how this plays out and, and keep you guys uh, posted. Um, hopefully, some more uh, stuff this year on on these upcoming shows because uh, uh, we're what. You know, on uh, first quarter of the year is over, so we've got we've got um some more to come. So we'll keep you posted. Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, this is this really wrecked me for a little bit, Mike. This 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 really tore me up. It's been delayed. Did you know this? I think I told you this. Oh man, how long are we gonna have to wait? Two extra days. <laughs> Everyone can calm their asses down. Delayed two days. However, uh, on, on Friday, May twenty seventh, they will now get two episodes rather than one. My theory is Star Wars is going to go to Fridays and Marvel's going to keep on Wednesdays uh, because hey, this will overlap with literally Miss Marvel. But what do I know? I mean, I'm okay with that. I like the I like Fridays and Sundays uh, for streaming content. In the middle of the week, especially when the episode becomes available at like midnight, it just it's strange. I, I Sometimes I just legitimately forgot to watch Hawkeye on Wednesdays when it was airing because I just forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wednesday, the middle of the week, you got other stuff uh, going on. So I like that something is coming to Fridays. Now it's interesting, this other bullet point that you have written down here that since it's a Friday, it's going up against other media properties now. Yeah. So that was the other thing. Uh, this was literally moved two days to a very, very busy Friday. Uh, May 27th is a uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I, I was telling someone we've been seeing this for what three years now, Mike. Um, <laughs> we saw it in 2009, uh, 2019's um, mm-hmm. Comic Con panel. Uh, a new trailer dropped a week ago. I saw it in front of, of Morbius. Um, so uh, we will finally get to see this May 27th. And then also the first part of Stranger Things season four will drop on Netflix that day. So is this a, a streaming war uh, kind yeah, of? Yeah, I mean. Talk about juggernauts, right? The probably the biggest property that Netflix has, which is de facto the biggest streaming service on the planet, going up against probably the two most record pulled night, the two most recognizable things on the planet when it comes to branding, which is Disney, and then content, which is Star Wars. So that'll mm-hmm. be, uh, th- I mean, that'll be difficult, right? Because 
like when it comes to Netflix, everything drops at once, right? So if you decide that you're going to check out Stranger Things first, I mean, that's going to be at least like five to six hours of content right there for part one. So, you know, that theoretically could be pushing, you know, Obi-Wan into Saturday for you, but you know. I'm going to lean the other way. I think I'd I'd be like, (laughs) I got two hours on a Friday night to watch Obi-Wan. I'm going to bang that out first and then spend Saturday or Sunday watching Stranger Things. I mean, it, 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 we're lucky that we're not doing like uh, we're not doing uh, breaking news on a weekly basis. But like, yeah, if you're like a media outlet, right, you gotta have all hands on deck. You gotta have somebody finishing Stranger Things as fast as possible, so you can start writing all of those like hit pieces and articles that you gotta do. Somebody's gotta be on top of Obi Wan. Someone's probably been to the theater writing their review for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah what a what a busy media day. It's gonna it's, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big weekend. Um, We'll see how this works. Again, I think um, I think Disney Plus may have the upper hand on longevity because uh, Stranger Things may be a blip on the radar, but by the time next Friday rolls around with episode three of Manda or Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, it's gonna be back in the news cycle again, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's one of the things we talked about with Netflix really not not staying with the news cycle and and that that's hurting some of their shows. So um, yeah, I'm excited for two episodes even premiere like. I was like, oh, we're going to do one at a time. But that, that means um, if it's six episodes, we'll be done by June. So um, throughout the month of June. While we're uh, watching Miss Marvel on Wednesdays and this on Fridays. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great month for nerds all around. Um, do you remember that they announced a Lando series uh, a while back? <laughs> I, I Honestly, I didn't remember that. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, but apparently people have been asking Donald Glover if he's going to be involved with this. Because he played him in the solo movie, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, like he's been playing coy when asked about the spinoff series. Uh, so um, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is it." We've not heard anything really on any of the extra Star Wars spinoffs, right? Like, I think the Ahsoka one has been filming, um, but has anything else really made any headway? You think? Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, I feel like uh, Donald Glover is just kind of coy in general. He just kind of has that personality. I feel like whenever he gets in front of like a camera or a microphone. Uh, but also, since his show Atlanta is on FX, he's still very much within kind of like the Disney corporate family. So, I mean, there could be like conversations happening, you know, mm-hmm. that maybe he can't talk about. You know, maybe he'll executive produce something but won't actually be in it. I don't know. Personally, I don't I don't think I need this show. I don't really I don't want to go back anymore. I don't yeah. want to look at the old Star Wars movies anymore. I feel like everything's been so mind to hell. Like we can keep moving forward on Mandalorian because they're kind of more focusing on Mandalore and the dark saber and what it is to kind of be a bounty hunter. Like I, I, I feel like I just personally do not need to go back to the original trilogy anymore. I've had enough. I've been, I've been yeah, ground well, down this, too long. This would be, <laughs> well, I think, I think this is between um, the first trilogy and second trilogy, uh, which you know, there is a little bit of opportunity because there's really no Lando up until um, Empire Strikes Back, right? Uh, so I would be interested to see how he gets to Cloud City. I don't think we need multiple seasons. I think there'd be one season, like the adventures of Lando uh, throughout the universe. Uh, and then at the end of it, it's like he's in charge of Cloud City uh, kind of thing. I think yeah, Donald I- Glover, he's just he's a great actor. He was really infectious as a role as Lando back then. I think he could probably pull this one out of whatever... Um, like you said, mundane hell it would be to, to revisit stuff because we don't know. It doesn't touch on anything. We don't need him following Han Solo. We don't need him yeah. touching uh, actually and, anything going on main story yeah. wise. And I'll be really clear. I think a talented storyteller can make a good story out of literally anything, literally anything. I'm not even talking about Star Wars. Like like an ant crawling across the floor. If somebody is a good writer, they can make that compelling. So I'm not saying you can't yeah. make um, a story like this compelling. Is I just don't need to see it anymore. Uh, is just how I feel. So yeah, I, I imagine the pitch of like kind of like this um, this uh, easygoing, just kind of like gambler like flying through the galaxy, how he becomes kind of like a diplomat of a city. That sounds like it could be a really like intriguing story, but I just don't I, care. I, I did. I, <laughs> I, I again, I'm going to lean the other way because this, like this, like you said, this doesn't touch the main stories anymore. It doesn't do anything different um, than the Mandalorians doing. I, I think this has opportunity. I, I just, my goal would be if they do this, that they don't lean into that, right? Like they don't like, 
we don't need to see um, the new hope from, you know, hey, Lando happened to be at the cantina at the same time. We don't need that that shit. Like, I'd rather see him doing his own journey and getting there. But, like, it doesn't, like, I agree. It doesn't need to touch the main story. But I think this one of them has the most opportunity to to be fun of, of the in between episodes one and two or episodes, episodes three and four uh pre uh first trilogy versus second trilogy because you know we we don't have that that thing and then there's i guess there's some opportunity to quote unquote mine it without making it feel like uh, this is important to how uh star wars is looked back upon if you will right like we don't need it like oh he he was really the per- the reason why hoth you know was was um they got away because he gave money we don't need that kind of shit like it just Lando out doing his own thing in the gal- galaxy. Maybe it's Atlanta, but set on the planet Atlanta. Can we do that with him? <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's, he's already he's already got that done. They just, they just do it over there. But um, I, if Donald Glover comes back to play Lando, I would much rather have that than than a new actor as well. I think he's a great actor. So, uh, House of the Dragons. This is a Game of Thrones spinoff. Do you want more Game of Thrones? Has the last season gotten Ooh, the bad boy. taste out of your mouth yet? The the thing I'm most interested about this is just seeing how the general public reacts, right? One of like the yeah. biggest TV shows of all time. Not only compelling story-wise at the beginning, but expensive, breaking records. Uh, one of the last times we all got together as mm-hmm. a culture, right, on Sunday nights to watch this, and then they just shat the bed. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see how many people come back. Yeah, I... Uh... It doesn't look different enough. Like it to me, it doesn't like from the the images I've seen or whatever. It doesn't look like it's actually. Um, it's the the Targaryen Empire, which is the dragon people. So yes, there's going to be dragons and stuff and the blonde haired people. But like, is there enough difference here, or is it just going to be like the same? Like yeah, like, and we've brought this up on the show before. One of the unforeseen complications when it kind of comes to a medieval esque landscape is. You don't get enough visual mm-hmm. differences when you go back in time. Like it's not like when you go from like the 1800s to like you know 2021 or something like that. You know you jump four generations. Like so many things have visually changed, different technologies, different intricacies. Like this is just gonna like like you said, it's gonna visually look pretty much identical, yeah. just with different characters. S- right? Same same out. Like I'm looking at some of the screenshots here. Some. Out, the same outfits, the same hairstyles, the same yeah. yellow lighting and like armor. I'm like it. I could easily and, confuse this for an episode of regular Game of Thrones. Yeah, and trust me, I'm sure there's historians and very, very talented costume designers that know like the little nuances between like different the like different periods. Like, oh well, see, since the show takes place like what like two or three hundred years or something in the past, like we've incorporated like more beaded items or something into things, so it more reflects a time period stuff. Nobody's gonna pick up on that when they're watching it. It's just gonna be like, oh, I guess that's like Ned Stark like great uncle or something okay yeah. like we'll, we'll it, see we'll, we'll see how it goes yeah. we're in a holding pattern yeah we're in a holding pattern i mean i again i'll give it a shot on the uh the pilot you know we have hbo max um so i'll be checking out but i'm just like i'm gonna say i'm in a bad mood from it but i'm just like i don't see the difference so if you're not gonna give me anything different why even do it at the end of the day so oh. I'll throw it on. I'll yeah. throw it on just to see what it's like yeah. out of sheer curiosity. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, something that I didn't think I'd ever be excited for is actually a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> sequel, Mike, uh, for the movie. Did you ever watch the first one yet? Have you watched the first no, one? I still haven't gotten around oh to God. it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm, I don't know if I want to watch this in theaters because I didn't watch the first one in theaters. So it hasn't uh. dra- gotten me like a- enough to drag me out of the, um, of my house uh next weekend um but it it is it is uh it is time for a sequel we've got jim carrey returning as uh dr robotnik this time bald with the big mustache mike he's going full eggman look and idris elba voicing knuckles so um man this the first one's just so much fun i'm excited to see what the reviews say for this one uh just kind of get get the vibes on it I do know the post-credit scenes have been leaked online for this. 
Uh, so it sounds like they're banking for a third one. Chris, this is going to be one of the few times where if you have that link, I'm actually I actually want to watch it because I feel so uh, uninvested in the franchise that uh, like, yeah, I'll watch the post. I'll watch the end credit scene for the sequel. That'd be funny. Yeah. So I yeah. think if I you think come across that link, send it my way. I, I, it. I will. <laughs> I will definitely do that. I would recommend if you get a chance and you're you're wanting to step away from um, Resident Evil this week, the first one's. Uh, uh, enjoyable i i really think you might yeah, have a good I've time heard, with it i've heard positive things about it right it's yeah. just like i don't know i just have not felt drawn to it mm-hmm. i didn't either until i said i mean everyone remembers the, the cry was it three years ago uh everyone's like sonic looks stupid as hell like <laughs> it looks stupid. so they delayed the movie to actually redesign sonic and it came back and made a lot of money made a lot of people happy so much that they've done this one now with tails and knuckles, sonic tails and knuckles just, I mean, I, I grew up playing Sonic too. I didn't have a, a Super Nintendo. I had the Sega Genesis. Um, so it gives me some, some, some warm fuzzies there. I, I really want to see what goes on with this. Uh, and uh, what's the guy who voices his name? Um, he was in Parks and Rec. Uh, mm-hmm. he, I don't remember what's his. You remember his name off the top of your head? Uh, I forgot his name off the. John Ralphio is what everybody basically ends up calling him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, t- t- I, his name's not even in here if you look it up. He's not even in the first page of actual like <laughs> actors. That that is that is sad. Um but uh yeah. Anyway, that's uh that's coming this weekend. If I find out, I'll send it to you. Uh my wife did remind me the secrets of Dumbledore is the week after that. Uh so um I this feels I mean I'm in I'm in a weird weird place, Mike. It is yeah, Mo- it is a weird time to be uh, a Harry Potter fan or married to a Harry Potter yeah. fan. Uh, I had I don't know if there's like a, an embargo of people had seen this movie, but I thought I swear I remember reading something where somebody said like, "Oh no, this one's actually good." So, uh, like at, that's kind of what I've been hearing. <laughs> so yes, so there there are two things I feel weird about. One is movies are coming back at a frequency that you can go to the movie literally any weekend right now, mm-hmm. and I'm not used to that yet because we've been out of this for two full years at this point. So I'm like. Do I want to go see Sonic and then Dumbledore and Morbius and then Doctor Strange? Do I feel okay with this? I don't know yet. <laughs> but, yes, we are not Harry Potter people, Mike. Would you agree? We are uh, We are yeah, Harry Potter I, I, adjacent? I, yeah, Harry Potter adjacent. That's a great way to put it. Yes. I would, uh, say, I, I would say I'm more invested in Harry Potter than I am in, like, James Bond. Uh-huh. But, you know, not... I'm not approaching any sort of like super fan level of right. that universe. You couldn't, if I sent one of these movies in front of you, you wouldn't know if it was a good Harry Potter movie. You would just know if you had a good time at the movie. <laughs> like, like that's how I feel. I didn't think the last one was that bad. Um, apparently it, people didn't like it. Uh, I was like, I'm okay with it. I think we both agreed. We were like, yes, yeah, fine. It's, it's, it is, it's doing what it's doing magic. But apparently people are actually really enjoying The Secrets of Dumbledore. They say it's a swing back in the right direction. Um, so if we enjoy, I, I'm going to take this as if we enjoyed the last one, then that means we're going to have that much more fun at this one. Um, we shall see. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think Jude Law is a good actor. This is uh, Mads Mikkelsen's first outing as, um, what's his name, Grindelwald, uh, right? Since Johnny mm-hmm. Depp was... Um, um, removed from the franchise we've got the ever unstable ezra miller uh returning as well Ooh, did you see those headlines he, God, I, I did i did see the headlines he is if uh, you are unaware he was basically uh thrown out of a bar from being disorderly and arrested uh, i thought it was it, so funny when i was when i was reading the article he was like well he posted 500 dollars bond or bail and then yeah. left i was like oh i wonder how he swung 500 dollars and well, got out of jail and then he threatened to um <laughs> burn a couple's house down with him in it like literally like this the oh next my day gosh. and then encapsulate that with like the whole like fandom encounter he had what was like in so, sweden or norway or yeah amsterdam or something yeah, where he was Europe like where he supposedly choked choking somebody and then like i can only imagine the amount of sweat you know that's coming off of warner brothers like he is carrying two of our biggest franchises <laughs> we've harry got him- potter and flash <laughs> 
and we're we're banking so much on this this idiot. <laughs> well, the worst part is I I would say uh, he's doing two and a half because he's playing double flashes in the Flash movie, right? Two, two <laughs> oh, yeah. Barry Barry Allen's. I'm like, oh. Oh, uh, wouldn't it be a shame if the Speed Force altered his appearance in some way? Yeah, maybe uh, Mads Nicholson ends up being. Well, there Barry there are Allen. always multiple. We could always go with the other speedsters rather than Barry Allen, yeah. right? There, there's always several it's others like, to choose. Someone from. should just sit him down and be like, listen with the power of magic in Harry Potter or the power of the speed force, we can easily change how you look. Yeah. So be careful. We have fired Johnny Depp. Like you are, you are, you are running close, man. Like you are you're right <laughs> up there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch this and go see it. Um, my wife is, uh, she's gonna, this is, we, we brought up, I live next, literally next to a Cinemark. I, I can throw a rock and hit it. Um, and we used to go to the AMC, which is where I have my, all my points and stuff at, but it's across town now, uh, since we moved last year and we're like, she's like, I'll just buy Cinemark tickets. We don't have to go watch it in IMAX. I'm like, but all the points on my memberships, like this, this sucks, but <laughs> points woman, but it's so close. Like literally if I, if I was like, I don't want to drive over there today, I could walk over there uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just, um, first world problems at the end of the day, but I'm, I'm excited to watch this. Um, maybe. We'll we'll see. It might be a full month of movies for the first time in years. So, knock on wood. All right, we're at the end of the episode. You know what happens at the end of the episodes these days, Mike? We look up at the moon and howl. That's right. We we look up at the moon at night, and if you put those together, you get Moon Night. See what I did there? It's a new show on Disney Plus <laughs> from Marvel. Uh, and um, it's it's so we're gonna discuss this. We you know there will probably be some spoilers for the first episode. Uh, if you've not watched it, again, free on Disney+. Plus. Go check it out. Um, and so we're going to dive in. Time codes are down here. Literally, this is the last thing, and we don't have any news after this. So if you want to tune out, go watch it, come back. Listen, that'd be great. We're going to be doing this, covering this probably every week if it's, if it's um, applicable. And so once we once we get there, this should take us through April up to, to Doctor Strange. So, Mike, you ready to dive in this? I don't think we've talked about Moon Knight. At all, no, have we haven't talked about it at all. So. I did watch it when it came out on Wednesday. I did not forget it was yeah. a Wednesday show, and I had I had a great time. Yeah. I love the anticipation that they built up in the episode. Uh, I loved Oscar Isaac's performance. I had realized watching this, it had been a while since I had watched anything with him in it. I know he's been in things, you know, since I had seen him in other movies, but I just hadn't engaged with him in a while. He was just very infectious playing this other character. Now, I kind of already knew what was going on here, that he had, you know, um, split personality or DID or whatever diagnosis it is officially. Uh, But my wife didn't know, so it was kind of fun watching it with her Mm -hmm. as she kind of figured out, like, oh, you know, why is he putting sand around his bed? Why is he doing this? Why is he not remembering different days? Like, that's the thing here. She's like, well, how many people are in his head? I'm like, well, in the comic books, it's very different than the show. So we're all going to have to discover this together uh throughout the show because i think they're gonna throw a lot of curveballs at us but yeah i love i love the effect of what it was like for him to be uh, be, um uh, encroaching on an altercation and then basically in the the flash of an eye there's bodies surrounded by him and he doesn't know what's happening either Uh so i just thought the whole creative device of this first episode was really 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 fun i enjoyed meeting um steven as a personality uh oscar isaac really nails this um it's a British accent, but like a very timid person, right? Like he knows he's got problems. He, he, you know, he straps himself to the bed because he thinks he sleepwalks, uh, trying to, trying to be very, you know, um, conscious about it. But like people walk all over him, right? Like he's, he's not as a person, not very, um, confident in himself. Yeah. Not very assertive. Uh, and, and as, as Conchu calls him, Oh, the idiot, uh, is in charge mm-hmm. again. So, um, I, I, I think the, like you said, the intrigue is here. Like he, he's starting to wake up in different places, but they're not kind of shying away from this villain either of Ethan Hawk. Like I thought they would like not cross paths until maybe halfway through the season, but, um, we've already met Ethan Hawk who plays, um, it's not Arthur. Um, it's Arthur Harrow, right? I believe, I believe is his name who apparently has some sort of ability and some sort of connection with another Egyptian god to judge people based on his little cane uh, swinging back mm-hmm. and forth. So there's a lot of mystery there. Uh, he seems to be maybe some sort of like cult religious leader in a small town. Yeah, I mean, he, walking around with glass in his shoes, oh, yeah. uh, he is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Very much you know, buying into this. Uh, he's got like sleeper agents possibly in every town based on what mm-hmm. we've seen so far. Uh, the ability to bring 
some sort of demons yes. uh, to life, or I don't know if he is bringing like statues to life, or he's calling the, demons from I, another realm I, or something. So they released the scene of, of what that is, but they didn't show it in this episode. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you sit on that for a little bit. Okay, um, gotcha. But you know, very very effective horror scenes. Uh, I again I, I agree. I love the quote unquote blackout moments, right? Where where Stephen mm-hmm. becomes Mark apparently for a little bit. I believe we're going to be able... I think we're going to get replays of these happening, um, of what actually happened in those moments from the other side down the road. I think we'll get the Mark Spector point of view for this. Um, I say that because there is a scene that didn't happen in this one. Um, Stephen woke up literally with a... Well, his jaw was dislocated in like a some, yeah. some weird European town. Um, but like in the trailers, we actually see him fall out of that building. Um, so I think we're missing that, that connection point there. Yeah. Did you, uh, were you also staring very, very intently at the cupcake truck (laughs) as he was driving down? I was like, I don't see Victor Von Doom anywhere on these boxes. No, just happened to be a cupcake, uh, cupcake, uh, thing there that he did throw at the bad guys, which I thought was pretty funny. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, we, we got to see the, the creepy Conchu uh, coming down the hallway. Scene. You know, a lot of the trailers was in this first episode. We say a lot of the trailers are in the first episode. And guess what? Most of the trailer was mm-hmm. in this first episode. It yeah. even ended. That's how. Yeah, that's ahead. how it always is. Like with the like movie, like TV shows in general, right? A trailer for any TV show, it's always yeah. the first. Episode. There, there's some Moon Knight stuff we didn't get to see. We didn't get to see Moon Knight appear until the end of this, when he's mm-hmm. literally beating the hell out of this uh, Anubis Egyptian looking creature in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So obviously not werewolf by night. Like a lot of people are assuming definitely not Mephisto. You stupid people on the <laughs> internet, but you know, it was fun to see him like literally like wait cuts around there. Like the bathroom sink flies out of the, the bathroom. And then the next thing you know, he's, he is, he is Moon Knight in his outfit and is, and is taking over control of this. Um, I, the the idea of Steven, you know, missing time is going to be interesting. I think we're going to play with that a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's really not a lot to this other than just the actors really selling this all the way through. I think Ethan Hawke's yeah. a great actor as uh, Harrow. I think, you know, again, Oscar Isaac, who has not signed on for another season or any other Marvel stuff, is really selling this. I think he's doing a great job. Mm. Yeah, we, I'm really curious. I'm really curious what the inciting incident overall is, right? You know, how did this, you know, mystic creature from Egyptian lore possibly make it into this human character? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the origin of that. I'm curious if the mythology is going to cross over with like Doctor Strange in any way. Like, is there going to be like a, like a book, you know, that mm-hmm. we would maybe traditionally see inside of one of those sorcerer libraries, you know, and Ethan Hawke's hands mm-hmm. in some way. But yeah, overall, like, yeah, very positive experience overall for Moon Knight. And I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah, like I, I wish we had more to discuss about this, uh, which which sucks. I'm very excited to see Mister Knight. I, be- I I personally think there are three personalities in the body. I think there's um, Stephen, Mark, and another one, and the other one's the Mister Knight personality. Like, it's not Mark. Like, there's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's um, possibly like, because Mark's a mercenary. Stephen is, you know, the timid guy, and I think the other one's gonna be like maybe more business minded, a little bit, and that's why he gets the mm-hmm. business suit look to it. So, I, I, I think there's a lot of questions, and I think if you, if you're, you've been kind of holding off watching this, do, do you like? I think you've got to watch it to experience it, because I'm very thrilled to say this is the least connected Marvel property we've watched in a long time. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to watch anything else before this. You don't have to watch any, like there's nothing in it. That's like link, like linking out to anything at this moment is very standalone. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy mm-hmm. that. Um, it's not, not knocking the whole everything's connected, but I do enjoy that. It's just standalone. By yeah. Itself. We didn't even get one of those like little moments where like, Oh, there's like a newspaper in the background that, talks about the blip in any way mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'll, I'll be totally happy to see them incorporate that into the show. But yeah, as of right now, it just kind of feels like its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's, that's great uh, for that. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have much else to say. I just, it's a really good show. I think, you know, the mysteries are going to uncover as we move through the episodes. And um, that, that's what I'm looking forward to is these, this this like you you meant you said about the intrigue being resolved as we we kind of move through this character and and what's his place in the MCU and and does he even have a, a place at the end of the show is it just a one season kind of thing so mm-hmm. very very excited anything else you want to add before we no I think I think that's it you kind of got to watch it to experience not much to pull out but 
great great time so far. Yeah. Didn't didn't um didn't they sign on the one of the writers from Moon Knight to something else in yeah. the future? Yeah, Nova, Nova, um, Nova. That's right. So yeah, so if you're watching this show and having a good time, that's all the good signs pointing towards Nova, which yeah. is great. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's it's great. All right, well, Mike, we've we've done two episodes today, so we're gonna cut this one about at the hour mark. And if people want to know more about what you're doing, what you're up to, where can they find you at? Oh, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you like me, you can go read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. If you hate me, you can go read them there too. But you know, wow. I want the people that like me to go there first. <laughs> wow, that's it. Um, yeah, Chris, if people want to follow you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V A L D A N, or Instagram, Valdan87. And I just want to say, I don't want this to drag this out, Mike. I want you to go right in your next topic. But I'm proud of us for not touching the Academy Awards today. That was low- Oh, my God. I was just thinking about we, that. That was very low hanging gonna... fruit, and we left it alone. So Yeah, I was like, this is our public service to you out there that we didn't want to give you yet another day mm. of Academy Awards nonsense hot takes but, hot takes yeah, yeah. Uh, but if but if you're curious about the headquarters for all things superhero slate you can head over to superhero slate.com that is the best place to find our show and to get our awesome show notes so if you want to see everything itemized that we talked about today if you want to see that promo for the doctor strain tickets that are going to be dropping on wednesday there's actually a little bit of a reveal of like a of, of like a look like a villain mob type character mm-hmm. in that little teaser you can go check that out we got the link in our show notes you can find us on apple podcast youtube spotify wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts you can get our review for morbius our spoiler cast review of morbius in that same feed SuperheroSlate.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out. Let us know what you thought about Mark Spector and Moon Knight in this week's episode of Moon Knight. We will be back every week, folks, to talk about these updates if there's something to pull out of each exciting episode. And if you want to be a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend and share the show with a buddy. And we'll see you next week. That's right. You guys have a good week. We'll catch you then. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe.